This week on Zen and Not Zen, Pro Time Edition. My older brother was colorblind and we used to fuck with him. Yeah, uh, because, because you fuck with him after, yeah. after yeah. you know that. Yeah. Oh, and back with this. I don't know if I said this on a different podcast, but I have a friend, dude, same guy, colorblind. And I'm like, hey, man, you ever give any thoughts to those uh, glasses. colorblind glasses? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Absolutely yeah. not. I don't want to know what I... Like, that's but that's what I like I'm thought. I'm used to this. This is my reality. Well, and if I put on these glasses and find this world that's magical that I've missed my entire life, yeah. and I can only experience if point. I have these things, I'd rather not know. Yeah, that yeah. would put me in a spiral of depression. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're at that age. I mean, if yeah. you're a child, and yeah, whatever, go yeah. ahead and do your thing. But like, if you're and you're established adult for 36 years, I've let been that seeing be your reality. <laughs> like, this is yeah. my reality. I'm cool with this. If I want to see something different, I'll take some mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. like couples yeah. that only have sex solely for procreation. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy and I keep trying. I yeah, 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 right? <laughs> Fucking out. We put in the work. We put in the work. That doesn't seem to work out. Keep it at it. Keep it at it. Keep it at it. <laughs> I love that. Bro time. Bro time. Dude, I have a Scott. Okay, so I follow Vera Farmiga, who's an actress. Yep. Okay. She's big into metal, isn't she? Dude, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, she is a huge metalhead. Uh, the chick from the Departed, the shrink on the Departed. Departed. She was on Bates Motel. Yeah, she does, yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah. a okay. very, very All good right. actress. Gotcha. And she is someone that when I look at her and see her and stuff, and I think, oh, does this woman do covers of War Pigs? Probably not. <laughs> and I was scrolling Instagram, and there she did a fucking cover of War Pigs. And her <laughs> husband, I guess, used to play with like STP or Anthrax right, or something right. like that. So Scott Ian is one of their close family friends. And oh, so shit. there was a video on her Instagram of all of the kids. Her son is like 10 years old, and he fucking shreds. Oh, yeah. And so it was her singing um killing in the name oh, with yeah. her son and then someone else's kid on the drum so it's her surrounded by a bunch of kids rocking out to fucking rage against the machine yeah, and at the end yeah. she just goes motherfuckers and i was like i want to be in this family wow. who is this family that's really great. but i guess they go to this thing called rock academy which is in mm. upstate new york and it's okay. just for like kids and adults like it's a school of rock for kids and adults <laughs> and she goes up all the time and did like war pigs and does like anthrax covers and she's oh, like a huge metalhead and yeah, now I, I love her that. even that more. A, that was in my metal email that I get. That's oh really my god! Cool. Yeah, you got to check it out. Wow, it, it's and she's great. I uh, yeah, definitely gonna check that out. That's fucking dope. Uh, kind of not related, but sort of related. Uh, I was watching something. No, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and uh, this guy was talking about <clears throat> um, like mystical arts, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying that up until World War II, so in the thirties. There was an active school in Egypt called the Da Vinci School of Mystery. And it had been active since Da Vinci was alive. He went and founded that school. So hundreds of years, this school had been active. What the fuck they're teaching? Nobody fucking knows because the Nazis went in and burned all the shit and fucking shut it down. What the fuck is that, man? I let's start that shit back up again, man. Yes. Yeah, let's learn that fucking Da Vinci I mean, kind of shit. If there, if there wasn't a, another reason to hate Nazis, they burned uh, all that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. If you didn't hate them already, now <laughs> I the curriculum, the curriculum, you know, it's uh-huh. gone. Yeah. Speaking of Nazis, isn't Pantera kind of uh, is or do I have well, the wrong I band? Well, I mean. The, 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 they're listeners of yeah they're they're angry i mean leave it up to i mean shit they're fucking their fan murdered their you know i mean yeah john lennon's fan murdered you know quote fan yeah but no so uh pantera's getting back together you know and it feels like a cash grab apparently they've got the uh family's 
you know, because like, the family's going to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Get I would okay, go do it. Yeah. Um, they're not like Courtney Love where they're like, yeah. no, fuck you. This is um, but so, like, I, I knew about this maybe like three, four months ago. And I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. They finally announced what the tour is. They're touring with Metallica. Okay. This is going to be the most expensive fucking ticket ever. So Metallica is doing two nights in every city in Lumen. So they're playing Lumen Field. Okay. They're doing two nights and they're doing uh, different sets each night. Pantera's opening one night and then a couple other like Five Finger Death Punch is opening. All right. But yeah. it's like, but different sets each night and they're doing uh, the Snake Pit, which is something they haven't done since the early 90s where they're doing a stage with a pit in the middle. Oh no Ooh. shit! Well, wow. no, that's like obviously like fucking ten thousand dollar tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but totally. like you know, wow, that's fucking cool though. I saw Metallica last dope. time they were here. I think last time they were here. Yeah, but they how, were. With, how do uh, they hold up still? Like still put on see, a pretty good show. Good, man. Yeah. See, like they, I can't, they really I, did I can't good. really get there with this kind of because with that kind of money. I mean, I was on the fence about trying to spend the money for Pantera anyway, but yeah. it's just like I, I even saw some of the presale. Like nosebleed tickets are ninety bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like I don't remember what I my lawn tickets for Joni Mitchell at the Gorge were two hundred dollars. Yeah. No, and I mean that's a that's piece. that's wow. that's a lot, but like that's kind of more. Or what I you know yeah. like for like what I would put quote reasonable where I usually spend about one to one fifty one seven I mean shit if I uh, Roger Waters were on the floor and that was like one hundred and fifty yeah yeah you know uh like that kind of shit is like six seven eight hundred bucks yeah, like good. decent seats that yeah. aren't nosebleeds are like three or four I'm like I can't even I can't yeah, get there wow. to see well, beyond- I saw Metallica twenty fucking years ago I saw Pantera with the guys right, right. yeah yeah. yeah. But it's like FOMO. It's FOMO because you know it's going to be good. I you know, know but with, good, especially yeah. with this whole ticker, Ticketmaster debauchery that's going yeah. on, that's like it's. Yeah. I'm a glad I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan because I would have been really bummed. Yeah, I would because I went through too. the same thing trying to get Joni Mitchell tickets. The same shit that same thing happened with Springsteen. Thi- yeah, got kicked out. I had the promo oh, code. Cra- crash. Yeah, everything like, crashed, yeah. and it was just like heartbreaking. Mm. Um, we finally getting third party tickets or whatever. But um, uh, I'm worried because I have been able to see Beyonce like four oh, times and I don't yeah. think I've spent over $200 to go see her and I yeah. have decent tickets like yeah. I know it was never on the floor or anything like that but I don't always like to be yeah, like oh you know whatever She's, yeah she, it's a good show wherever you shit. sit I've yeah. been in nosebleeds I've been in middle section so it's fine but since the whole Taylor Swift thing happened I was like I might not be able to see Beyonce again because mm. if the same thing happens for Beyonce tickets as Taylor Swift I'm fucked and yeah. then third party ticket sellers like they're going for $1,500 yeah. I, like, I have I a hard can't time believing that our computer programmers of this fucking world can't figure out this fucking problem oh it's that's not a the question. problem it's they, not, it's, they it's, have it figured it's, out it's, they're, it's, doing, it on they're yeah, doing it on purpose yeah, because not. the third party sellers are through Ticketmaster so and the ticket for me to show up they own 10 the minutes venue. or they like an hour venues. early to the queue or whatever. I have all the right things. Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden already 5,000 people are yep. in front of me. Like yep. that's not yeah. an accident. Yeah. That's There's bullshit. just, yeah, it's, it's horseshit. Well, I mean, I know fucking people have been fighting Ticketmaster since the nineties, yeah. you know, so hopefully one of these days I'll get that shit figured nope. out. But no. I'm nope. t- yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I don't go to shows anymore. Cause I'm yeah. tired of paying like, I mean, a car payment to go to a hell fucking yeah, dude. Well, there's, there's that, there's that, but I mean, there's, you know, there's, it's kind of, you're, you're not a show guy. 
Oh, I used to go to shows all the time. I was a live fucking engineer. I was no, a live I, sound I'm engineer. I'm well aware of that, Adam, but you yeah. and I have fucking been close for a while and you are not a show guy. Uh, well, okay, in my older years, I've stepped away from yeah. crowds in general. Yeah, yeah, but one of the reasons yeah. I stopped going to shows is because expensive. of the price. Yeah. yeah. Even local shows. That I love the 90s show is definitely that. Was that was right. Yeah, that was going up. But I'm the same way because like when I was when I was in my 20s, I was going to shows all the time because if it was a good show, bad show, whatever, it maybe cost me 30 bucks or right. yeah. 50 bucks oh, at yeah. most. Yeah, right. I was going to shows all the time, but if I am having to plan a whole day just to get the ticket, to get in line, to be able to have a promo code, and Mm -hmm. then have two paychecks worth of money to like spend on a ticket it's yeah. more of an event and so i can't do as many of those right. so, so uh, it's just I'm, diggable I feel planets is playing the yeah. neptune december right. okay and it's like you know the tickets are right now probably like 50 bucks but when you factor on all the fees it's like it's now i i didn't buy them because i'm, I'm whatever but it's like it was like you know 40 dollar ticket and yeah. then you factor on all the fees like the pair of tickets was like almost a you know buck 50 now and it's just yeah. like i can't yeah, you know it's another fucking the well, fees and the shit. show. I I do fuck with the showbox. Like I got to see you go buy them at the box office. Yeah, and, and I saw right. Lauren Hill and Lizzo both at Showbox, and I was front row center for less than hundred bucks. That's like, dope. and I I'll just stand up there. That's fine. Like uh, those are the shows I'll dope. fuck with. But like uh, any of the big stadium to come, I'm like sucks. I can't. Yeah. Dude. It's, it's it's too much for me. I, I, I've been to a lot this year, but that's also because everybody is doing it this year. Right. You know, it's, and that's another thing. Like I know. Back to your point about just stepping away from fucking crowds and shows and shit. It's like, try getting back into that after the fucking last couple of years we had. Yeah. Right. yeah well, no and shit. it's like, is this show worth me maybe getting COVID? Like, yeah. am yeah. I going to go and enjoy myself? Is no. it worth risking all of that stuff for me? And I, that goes, that definitely goes into a factor as well. Of and then just if you get sick, like, then that's more money you have to Exactly. So it's like, this better be fucking and... worth it if I'm going. Yeah, yes. no, I mean, I think this, this year alone, I've been to more shows than I've probably been in since I was like probably 20. And yeah. they get fucking canceled. That's the Raging other thing. The machine. I, I was don't, supposed to fucking Adele, go to that. fucking Bikini Kill got canceled. I bought Bikini Kill t- tickets twice and they canceled both times. And yeah. I finally got to see him at Marymore, but it was just like... I I don't want to buy these had, huge big had, tickets because I, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Tickets for Rage. Yep. I had pit tickets yeah. for Rage. I had tickets for Rage in Portland, and then I also had tickets to see Steve Winwood because I'm awesome. That's right. Yeah. Fuck Steve that. Winwood's yeah. like Steve Winwood's like fuck this noise. I'm like God damn it. Yeah. I'm gonna go all the way to Auburn for Steely Dan. Uh, you know I just love this. All right, so you uh, uh, Steve Winwood, Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> and then uh, Crosby. Yeah. Who did you go? But who did you go see in California that I cackled when you told Men at Work? Men at Work. Men at Work. Traveled across state lines. Well, no, no, no. When I'm all like, I'm not sure if I'm going to go see Diggable Planets. So you know, I cover, I cover some fucking shit. I so I I dabbled with Diggable Planets. Like I get cool like that. Cool like that. You know, the first album, whatever. But. First I can't remember the the dude, but uh, one of the one of the the male MCs split off and did a, a started a group called Shabazz Palace, mm. and I actually think they're Seattle based. I think he's up mm. in Seattle doing it. And Shabazz Palace is like it's fucking dope, and it's weird. It's very eerie at times. It's but it's lyrically like like he's talking about like the lost land of Shabazz, right? The Shabazz yeah. uh, peoples, I guess. And uh, but it, it, it's lyrically one of the smartest hip hop groups mm. out there. Like he's fucking dope. All right. I'll really check it fucking out. dope. But speaking of dope, and I know I text you guys about this, but like that new 
Danger Mouse and Black Thought album called Cheat Code. I get yeah. so many emails about that on vinyl. They're <laughs> like, please man. buy me this please. on vinyl. And I'm like, I need to listen to it first. It is such a dope album. Oh, Holy fuck. fuck. Like, Danger Mouse really dialed into, like, what Black Thought, like, his his tonality, like, his timber, like, all, like, the cadence that he rhymes in. And Black Thought, being as old as he is and, like, in the game as long as he has been, like, he's never sounded as good. Like, wow. he sounds so fucking... There's a song called Aquamarine uh-huh. with uh, him and Michael Kiwa- Kiwakame or something. And, like, from the start, you're just, like, my jaw's on the ground. I'm like, holy fuck. And just, like, the wordplay and what he shit he's talking about, it's it's phenomenal okay. every single track and he's got like Raekwon's on there Ooh, uh, shit. Uh, Run the Jewels is on there ASAP Rocky Ugh. Run the uh, Jewels was supposed to open for Rage Against the Machine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're that still doing shows canceled. they're not they're not for a new show uh, did you, have you heard the show. new uh, Fife Dog I mean obviously it's not new oh no I didn't know they put yeah, out yeah so there's some new Fife Dog disc that's out okay a little compilation of some I think shit so yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna you're my hip hop guy I gotta, yeah. you know yeah, I like Fife. You're though. cool like that. I, you cool know, I really like liked Fife. You know, like a lot of people. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Q-Tip was a shit, but like yeah. Fife was great. But on the newest album, I think you were more a Shabazz Muhammad guy, <laughs> uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but it was interesting because um, you know, out of all the Tribe albums, <clears throat> I think there's like maybe six of them now. Um, you always hear the name Nairobi, mm-hmm. and but you never hear. I've never heard him rap. Maybe on like one or two songs. And, uh, and on the new album, uh, we, uh, will, uh, thanks for all the help. We'll take it from here. I think it's called, yeah. um, he's all over it. He's on like five tracks Shit. and he's got a dope ass flow. I'm like, good for him, man. Well, You've been just like hanging where you back. Been? Yeah, he's like producing or something. Oh, but okay. like, yeah, yeah. but now because Fife passed away, uh, while they were recording that album. Right. So, and that's another dope album. That's a great fucking album. Buster Rhymes is on that album a lot. Yeah. And it was a fucking really good Really that's not their tracks. it's their one that came out like five years ago yeah that that's the one yeah, yeah it's yeah, the newest yeah. one yeah yeah, 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 one. yeah, yeah. And, it's yeah, great I front to back that, that fucking that album's dope it's shit. the truth mm-hmm. yeah the truth yes it is yeah and that's our topic hey yeah disney music maybe is that what that is oh, that oh be, yeah, yeah. that does sound like disney yeah. music um, but yeah, so we're talking about truth today. Yes. Uh, and this is interesting because, um, so I recently had this topic on my other show. Um, the other I show. Saw that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was so, like, oh, this is good timing. And, uh, and it was a really cool conversation. And, uh, and so I'd like, I just love to continue that conversation because we, we unpacked a lot of stuff with it. And I think, I mean, the basis of the other conversation was talking about common sense and truth and how, mm-hmm. like, my idea behind common sense is we base a lot of un, unrealistic uh, expectations on the, the the term common sense yeah. and then a lot of us get really frustrated when our idea scale, of common a lot sense of people that slide scale of common <laughs> you sense. know so and that kind of wraps up with truth it's like you know truth there can be ideas of truth but truth also has an ability to change whether you think it should or not mm-hmm. you know and so uh so i would just you know just love to keep that conversation going yeah know? i um i think especially like after listening to like Abraham Hicks type things these right. last couple of years, the idea of like, there is no truth. It depends on the person's experience, life lived opinions. Like right. everybody has their own truth and it's correct for them. Right. And no matter how hard you feel in one direction or another, like <coughs> it's, it, it kind of is mind blowing when I think about it. Mm. Um, 
it's also made me a little more compassionate about just letting people live their lives. Yeah. And like, because he, I don't know. Like see, it's yes and yes and yes. Yes and yes. Yes and yes, of course. But here's more yes, as I say, some more agreeing things. So that we fucking, you know, then we run into shit with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I mean, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. you got flat earthers, you know, there's... Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah. Yep. The QAnon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But there's no telling <coughs> those people their truth is not accurate. Right. So as much as we can say it is untrue, look at these facts, look at these documentations, look at these pictures, look mm-hmm. at these charts, it's just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't land with them. Yeah. And right. so it's like you're fighting a... A a, a a truth that exists for them that doesn't exist for you. So it just mm-hmm. feels like you're, I don't know, but I, I agree with you. Like it's, it's a, it's a weird slippery slope. So how, how do you not invite in violence and right. hateful speech and all of these things? But like, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of, a, it's a, it's a trip. It's a mind, mind uh, fuck yeah. a little bit. So I have a, I have a, I have a theory about this mm-hmm. and it used to be, and it's it's just a theory, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I have to look at it now differently because of the Kanye West uh, factor, right? Um, so, the, it, okay, so let's take flat earthers for example, mm-hmm. right? So somebody in the flat earther, and this is just an example. I'm not saying all flat earthers are like this. I'm not saying that anybody is like this, but yeah. I'm just saying this is an example, right? So, um, what I found is a lot of times people that have differing opinions have never really been given the opportunity in outside of their closed circle Mm -hmm. of opinion, shared opinion folks before, maybe even before they got to that closed circle. If a person has an opinion that's differing than the general masses and starts to speak this opinion and what they might think is a safe place to somebody else. And then all of a sudden that person gets triggered and is like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right? Human nature is we dig into our truth. Yes. Right? And so you meet ignorance <laughs> with aggression. Your aggression, that aggression causes your ignorance to deepen because all you want to do now is protect your ego so you mm-hmm. dig your heels into whatever you've just fucking said. Now, a lot of times we don't get the full chance to fully express our full argument because we're constantly met with that aggression. So we're mm-hmm. constantly digging in and and, and bullying back, right? So defense mode. What if folks had an opportunity to fully express their opinion without being interrupted in a, in a debate, it's called steel manning, right? Mm -hmm. So straw manning is like picking apart somebody's weak argument before they have had a chance to fully express it. Steel manning is helping your opponent or helping the person across from you construct the, the strongest version of their argument that they can. And you're helping them because you want to be, you want to have all the information that you have so then you can fully process it and then respond however you need to. So you're helping this person fully, embrace their their understanding their argument and a lot of times when you fully finally have somebody support you in realizing what that thing is you're trying to say then you can see what might be ignorant about that statement Mm -hmm. but if you're constantly met by ignorant by aggression you're digging in and then eventually you find your group of people that agree with you because they've also been met with that (laughs) now the kanye factor is 
you've been told yes by everybody your entire life or for the the very long time, right? right? There's nobody that's going to tell those fuckers no. They have yes men surrounding them constantly, right? Validating their truth. Exactly. They're rich, 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 rich. People are just trying to say what they need to say so they can either keep their jobs, not get yelled at, or get some kind of fucking crazy ass bonus because you're just a friend of these fucking people, right? right? And so you're you're surrounded in these these circles of people that are just echo chambers. Mm -hmm. And so then all of a sudden, like, yeah, you think whatever you think and you have all these people that say you're right so then it's like cool I'm gonna go to the public with this Mm -hmm. right so I think like finding like being the person because I mean fuck I can't tell you that I don't have stupid fucking ideas that maybe are my truths that are nobody else's truths like Mm -hmm. that's you know whatever right we all have the earth is round Adam no it's not Kenzie (laughs) I've seen the fucking I've seen the the mountain the mountain edges (laughs) there's a video on TikTok circulating right now where it's uh, a flat earther is like defending his stance and so some guy goes okay but are all the planets flat or is it just earth and you see this flat earther go now this is where it gets complicated, and then the video ends. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! No, dude. Oh. There's there's one there is one where this guy's like filming a video of flat earthing, like his flat earthing theory in the kitchen, and it's like his wife, like I guess was like left the house and like came back in like while he's filming it in the kitchen and she's just like oh you're filming your stupid fucking videos again oh god such a waste of time and he's just sitting there like holding a globe just like (laughs) see uh." so I think okay so what I think I'm trying to say with, with that statement that I made is as the person receiving the information holding that space and yeah. not being triggered and, and aggressing the person across you because yeah. of the ignorance that you might perceive, yeah. right? Now, that's your own personal journey. But, yeah. right, if you, just knowing human nature, if you meet somebody with aggression that has what you consider an ignorant stance, be ready for a fucking argument. Have you been be in any fight with a family member? It, right, like, exactly. Like, the two attitudes where you go in with that, nobody comes and out Nobody's going to win on yeah, that, no. you know? And that's it, you know, like... When you have that kind of, you know, okay, when you have that kind of situation, when I'm sharing information with somebody, and I try to make this very clear when I start to have a differing opinion with somebody, is that I'm not trying to convince you my opinion's right. Right. I'm just sharing the information that I have, right? And I would appreciate if you did the same. Don't try to convince me that your way is right, that your God is real, that we should all wear or not wear masks or whatever the fucking thing is that you're trying to argue. Yeah. Just present your information and let me digest it and then make my own fucking choice because I'm a goddamn human that's not you. Yeah. I'm put on this planet to have my own perspective, not share yours. Right. right. And if we do share a perspective, that's great. But if we don't, that doesn't make us enemies. Yeah. You know? And I think like villainizing. Dot, dot, dot. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Robin. Um, making it. I don't know how to say this in a way that is going to express what I'm trying to say, but I'll try. Um, like villainizing being wrong or being dumb or being ignorant yeah, or well, no being misinformed. It's like if people were able to present, like you're saying, like their ideas in a uh, in a neutral way of just being like, this is what I think. Maybe they would be more accept like like it would be more acceptable to be 
socially acceptable to be wrong and not have that linked to your value as a human. Right. Because I think our rightness is linked to how we feel about ourselves as a human and our smartness and our value and our in the world. Mm-hmm. And so maybe a thought can just be a thought rather right. than it linked to your entire existence. And maybe that's why people get Jeopardy's, so worked up. Jeopardy's been on for 40 years, not on people getting the fucking wrong answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, but we know who Ken Jennings yeah, is, why? Right, but no, yeah. but I think that's very fair because i mean even though we all have a fucking google in our pocket yeah. we should still have the right to like, be, oh, oh, wrong. be be wrong and be and find the information together yeah. and not be chastised and held like okay so you're wrong now you're going to be wrong for the rest of my existence right there's no you. coming back from there's this no wrongness back. exactly yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah you know make that space and, and and this is this is a big social experiment because that has now become the social norm yeah and so for somebody to step away from that and try to hold that space and be the the humble loser yeah. and maybe maybe feel some of that vehemity because not everybody's going to play by these rules right but by holding that space and not being triggered by the person that's like nana nana or banana slammer you know <laughs> then you could maybe find that <laughs> some of that but you know that person might say that thing but then see that you're not triggered by that and then take that to heart the next time that they have a disagreement with somebody else and they win they're maybe they're not going to be a sore winner then well yeah. i mean know? how many times have you looked up something on your phone well, i'll just say i've looked up something on my phone i've been wrong i'm like let's look this up right now i'm like oh shit and then like you just go oh shit clearly not wrong and they're like wait 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 then you go can sometimes (laughs) i was was 90 right well actually you know so that's funny you say that because mon and i get into like discussions let's call it discussions about how we remember things. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. is another big truth, right? Yeah. Because yeah, how I, I remember testimony is bullshit. It's bullshit, mm-hmm. right? And like I can barely remember what I just did like 30 minutes ago, Dude. right? And you're going to ask me like three space. weeks ago straight straight and a blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, I am we did so this not and that. productive at my like, house. Yeah. I have no idea, right? Yeah. And so like when Lifestyle I will choices, have those yeah. things, I'll say, <laughs> This is this is my remembrance of the situation. Yeah, I don't say that this is true or not, right. but this, this is the is way that I remember this, right? And because because it is fucking, it, it's just it's yeah. an idea, right? Yeah. And so and with I'm, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say with uh, another thing with uh, with truths is that you know we can we can uh, a lot of the truth that we understand is is what we feel through our senses, right? Mm-hmm. So our sight, our hearing, our smell, our touch, our smell, our taste, and all that shit, right? And let's say all of those five senses work, quote unquote, perfectly well, right? You got all the things working for you. And all that information that comes in is still filtered by your consciousness. And if your consciousness is in a state of peril or in a state of anxiety or a state of depression, this room with just the three of us in here, that is, there's no harm. Our dog's not in here. There's nothing harming us. If I was in a state of anxiety, Mm -hmm. this might terrify me. Right. Whereas you guys are both just kicking it and doing whatever the fuck you're doing, right? Yeah. My truth is like, holy shit, I can't fucking breathe right now. Like, I'm sweating. Right. All this thing's happening and you guys are just kicking it, right? Yeah, like if we were tripping. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, like. Or like depending on the mood that you're in, when someone says something to you, you're yeah. like, well, what did that mean? But uh-huh. depending on like if I'm in a crappy mood if someone says something the same way depending on what mood i'm in i'm gonna take it a different way and they might mean the exact same way both times but as a person who is a recovering very black and white right and wrong person that is trying to come around um to the gray nuance of life yeah it's um, tough i don't do it either yeah it's very tough um but it it gives me a uh being less black and white about stuff gives me more 
piece and it also gives me more um uh confidence in my own thoughts and feelings and also the space to be like oh okay I don't agree with that or hey I was wrong about that and not having that link to my value yeah self-worth and shit yeah yeah because that that, and especially when it comes to family stuff I think that's really where it kind of broke open for me and then it it traveled over into world and social situations and political things and things like that but I think that really broke open for me of like I'm right you're wrong in family terms and going off of what you said I got really high the other night and thinking about how if I was born into another family member's body had the same chemistry, brain chemistry, had the same exact experiences, had the same every replica, replica life that they have led, right. I would be behaving the same way that I disapprove of right. viewing from this. So it's less about being right and wrong and seeing, not not excusing bad behavior and not saying that like, oh, they you know were hurt as a kid, so they're allowed no. to say hateful things kind of a thing, but being able to just be like, that is their... That yeah, is their experience, and, and I'm, com- and I'm firm in mine, and and you know it's, you're not gonna shake me now. Yeah, right. well, it's just also like that's their own fucking thing. I mean, yeah. it's like you know, I you you and I've talked about this to some extent. You know, you using the the, the metaphor of like don't be using your uh, army truth is a sword. sword. Yeah, yeah. 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 So oh, I, I, yeah. I've been known to kind of do that <laughs> for my entire fucking life. So like, <laughs> my sword is bigger than yours, bitch. Uh, <laughs> but. You know, I mean, it kind of, to continue with that metaphor, cuts both ways because I'm incredibly critical of myself. Right, yeah. You know, and so, like, you know, whatever the fuck that means, again, as far as, like, self-worth and how we define our own truths and shit, Mm -hmm. you know, you guys may, uh, maybe not you guys, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's, it's like, it's really kind of, it's tough because... You know, that's, that's all my own shit. And kind of back to your own point is, like, yeah, it's tough because you know fucking Kanye yeah. you know yeah. this Kanye thing because the, the whole influence thing it's like I just let him do it something it's like okay but now we're doing some bad shit and you know right right but well, I think sorry go ahead it 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 bothers me that we put so much weight on people that are in the public eye and yes they have influence and yes yeah, people a lot like feel what like resonate yeah. with what they say and yeah. yes people do things based on what other people say politicians yeah. celebrities you know <laughs> artists whatever but i would like to live in a world where Kanye's can exist and it's not going to affect how other people it's view their their right. thing yeah. so how can we shift the focus to to a, less away from demonizing this man who is yeah, probably why? having a psychotic break yeah. and and more about just being like you why you all need sh- to worry about yourselves and like why let him shit s- on anthony fauci for you know right like, and yeah. it, you know and jk rowling and the right. same thing and like yeah. yes she is spouting all kinds of very harmful things that contribute to violent real life violence against trans people right. that have real life consequences so how can you say oh she can just say whatever she wants but at the same time like how can we empower people not to be listening to others Yes. Opinions and acting on those opinions of other others as uh like fuel to the fire, I right. guess, or I don't know what I'm trying to say, but no, yeah. that's exactly. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think we're. I think you know. Okay, so there's a saying: it has to, it gets worse before it's before it gets better. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think like to an extent, like we have to see how absurd 
some of these people and the opinions that they have that we 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 shine these spotlights on. And it's hard when it's right? people and running it's still, your country it's like, too. It's, it's their yeah. opinion, right? You know, that's, but it's now hard. you shall not be named. Right. Yeah. But now I mean we have to look at that and say, like, okay, so all these people that we're looking quote unquote up to have all these fucking crazy ass ideas. Like, do you really support these ideas? Are you really gonna follow that individual that might maybe you follow the individual through their stardom and now they're going into a different realm and that's like, okay, that's opening up a whole new realm. Like You know, we have to see how absurd this shit is yeah. before we're like, I'm not going to play this game anymore. Yeah. This is bullshit. And every single human being on the planet, if you dig deep enough, you're going to find something gross about that person. Oh, 100%. So, like, even these people that we hold in such high regards that nothing has come out yet or nothing, you know, whatever. Like, um, Helena Bonham Carter kind of just did this with uh, talking about J.K. Rowling and uh, somebody else um, of just being like, if you dig deep enough, Every person you look up to, how good or oh, bad yeah, they might dude. be, there there's going to be some dark shit know, in there. So, like, if we are going I'm not to, beyond reproach, guys. yeah, 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 like, not no one is, reproach. and so we need to stop putting so much weight on other people's words right. to support our own thoughts and actions, right. and that is a slippery slope. And I don't know how we get there, and also avoiding you know real life violent consequences right, yeah, to yeah. people. So. Well, actually, so re- rewinding a little bit back to Robin's statement, the double-edged sword, um, a little bit ago. So, yes, truth is a sword as far as cutting other people down, but then that truth sword can come to ourselves because yeah. we're so critical on ourselves. Okay? Yeah. So that is always where it starts, is it how, came from you, my own insecurities, how you absolutely. treat yourself is yeah. how you're going to treat others. Yeah. And if you're not kind and you're not loving to yourself in yeah. some kind of way, then that's going to show up in how you treat others. Yeah. But when you start making space for yourself and giving yourself credit and letting your start, letting those bullshit stories go, mm-hmm. creating new stories of self-worth instead of self-loathing, right? When you start to do that, you'll see how that manifests in the way that you treat other people and that, and that kindness that you'll give other people and that space that you'll allow because now you're allowing yourself space. Yeah. You're allowing yourself to make a mistake and not fucking criticizing yourself until you make make yourself cry internally yeah Maybe sometimes externally well and it's that age-old uh saying hurt people hurt people right and i was no more uh i i went at my peak of hurting others was my peak of my own self hurting yeah so trying to see these people that are actively doing harm against others, they're doing the same to themselves because I know it because I've been there. So having compassion in that way of just seeing this person as this is not a truth I need to follow or a truth I need to put weight on, but I see them as like seeking, like I'm going to make you feel as bad as I feel. Right. And I think that, you know, as I start to get older in life and and just think a little bit more openly, that's one of the reasons I'm really have a struggle with government and politics is that you know, one of the ideas of, of changing the world is you got to start with yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so you have all these these groups of people that are trying to make an impact of the world. They're trying to make an impact on whatever the fuck they're doing. And again, like we've all done shit. I'm yeah. not saying nobody has skeletons in their closet. Nobody's not done blow. Nobody's done something fucking stupid, accidentally yeah. hit somebody and mm-hmm. felt bad about it, got help and didn't do it again. Whatever the yeah. fuck happens, right? Everybody's got shit they're fucking done, right? But 
I don't see people doing work on themselves. Yeah. Right? Politicians, I don't see work they're doing on themselves. If they were, they wouldn't be slandering other fucking politicians. They wouldn't be doing all this fucking shady ass shit because they were working on their own moral accord, right? And when you start to work on your own moral self, then we can start to work on the the world as a a whole, as a a fucking county as a whole, you know, the state as a whole, whatever it is. But until you got yourself in check and understand what's going on with you, and not to mean you're, you're fucking healed, now, yeah. There's no ED. We're all fucking working on this right. shit, right? So daily but you're doing fun. the work. You're yeah. doing some kind of work, right? Let that be the thing that we talk about. Let mm-hmm. that be the thing that shows like, hey, I'm a moral human being because I'm doing work because I know I fucked up and I know I could continue to fuck up, but I'm choosing not to. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like people that have, and this is on personal opinion, but people that have that claim that I've never done anything bad, yeah. I'm pure, whatever. I don't trust that. No. Not, not, not the fact that I don't trust that you've never done anything bad, but if you've never done anything bad, quote yeah. unquote bad, if you've never dipped a toe into what you would consider evil, you have no idea how strong that power is. And when you know how strong the power is and you've chosen to come back from that and yeah. do something good, that's, that's true work. strength. Yeah. That is that's, true fucking strength. That's heavy lifting shit. Yeah. Kind of like the analogy, you gotta just, you know, maybe, maybe just do a, just one bump. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey man I, I love people after one bump yeah that's right everybody's cool with me after one bump Jesus Christ. well most of the people that, that have some kind of wisdom that have shared some kind of wisdom with me in my life yeah. you know that I feel have figured it out they've been have, to the dark yeah yes exactly yeah. come back they've out done some fucking well, crazy yeah. shit so, so yeah. we'll see I mean so that's I guess how you get a full perspective I yeah. guess that's yeah I mean it's the only we, way when we kind of look for like who we view as kind of the you know sage wise ones and everyone's got their own kind of totally everybody's got know, our yeah. But but it's 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 um yeah it's usually it's not people that have stayed this for me it's not people that it's have not stayed Ned this Flanders. It's yeah. not Ned Flanders yeah 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 you know <laughs> but so it's Sexy funny but Flanders. I mean you know uh you know in my mind the people that have quote never really done that have usually kind of been in a very strict religious thing and they've bought into it you know for Hoo-dee-hoo! better for worse you know and that's just where did, my and like just like from. just and just owned it and just do the Ned Flanders thing or yeah, whatever right, right. and that's yeah, fine yeah, yeah. but it's like you know I mean. You know, is their kind of quote peer? Is that just still just all quote you know God or whatever and the religious scripture and that's it? Because yeah. like, who do they quote look up to? You know who you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the Reverend Reverend Lovejoy. Reverend like that's Lovejoy. that's yeah, it. right. And, exactly. then, and then it's just that's just the intermediary because they got to have somebody. Right. And see, that's the thing with religion. Is that like really? Have, you know what I'm I saying? I have well, never seen someone follow one particular person, God or. Uh, idea of thought to a T and have it work out. Right. Yeah. Like for themselves or for others. Right. Like it's if you follow one person's thought or one one religion thing and that is your end all be all like that is God diversify. I've, I've you gotta nev- drink fucking Coca-Cola. Never seen it. You gotta you gotta have and like the coffee that or I, some I shit. With. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Fucking do something. Yeah. <laughs> do Adultery some, drink exercise Something. Watch a porno. It's fine. Right. Come on, man. Um, yeah. Live your life. But yeah. Snuff. <laughs> Not a snuff. Don't watch that one. <laughs> there are some black and whites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's like a player piano in the background. Yeah. Just like that, that limiting thought mentality spreads to every aspect of your life right. and so it doesn't have to be about the religious thing but like that's i think that's kind of where my black and white self-righteous thing came from growing up in a church that didn't accept me and so i thought if i could be the best 
religious person I could, then right. I could overcome these bad things. So if I can be right about this, then right. I can make myself right. And so that I didn't, you know, stay in that religion, but that mindset stayed with me for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And it switched to the other end of the pendulum where I was like, there is only one right way to do this thing. There's only right. one right way to handle this thing. And that is the same mentality that I fought against when I was a kid, but that was the only thing that I felt brought me rightness as right. a human. If I can do enough right things, then I can be right instead of going inward first and just being right in my imperfection and oh, then yeah. working out secondly. Yeah. There's a... Um a uh, gentleman I was talking to a while back and he gave me this perspective on religion that kind of just shut me up for a minute and maybe <laughs> opened my eyes a little bit more. But he was saying, um, you know, like, so humanity, well, that's another whole other story, but yeah. what, what the archaeologists say that uh, religion and what we know as humanity and agriculture and blah, blah, blah has been around for about 6,500 years. But um, so, Where's that school? Yeah, right? I need to fucking, go to that fucking Da Vinci school. Right? Huh? Fucking Nazis, God. man. Uh, <laughs> Burning but, the curriculum. <laughs> All those overhead transparencies. Yeah. <laughs> Microfiche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Microfiche. But, okay, so let's say, you know, religion's like 6,500 years old, yeah. right? Um, and we have, no, we have no idea how long humanity is going to go for, right? We have no idea. <laughs> TikTok, motherfucker. Doesn't look good, right? <laughs> TikTok. Doesn't look good. You know, this, this person's point was, you know, we're, we're only seeing a snapshot of religion. We're yeah. not seeing the full breadth of what religion could grow well, humans into. Humans as a whole or, comparative. Yeah. Right, you know. And so, like, it can be in that process, that adolescent process, where it's awkward and it's weird and it's kind of like growing, but it doesn't know how to grow properly. Well, and again, I'm not like, I didn't buy into this. Be like, yeah. yeah, that that makes sense. But it gave me something to think about, right? Well, because well, everything goes, is in that perspective well, of that's, like growth. If, if you want to use that as the same way to acknowledge the fact that religion has existed in the snapshot of like what we consider our existence and also this planet's existence yeah. so very little that it's like, yeah, you're exactly right. that This construct in the last 6,000 years is at its infancy because we've mm -hmm. been around this planet for 4.6 billion years. Right. You know, I'm surprised your Bible. Sorry, I'm, now I'm talking to this guy. Yeah. Didn't mention <laughs> didn't mention the fucking T Rex because if this was all happening on the six thousand right. years. Well, there's a YouTube video of like the existence of like the universe, and it's an right. eight minute video, and it'll show it's a sped up timeline of like how yeah. how long it took for plants to develop, and it's you know yeah. uh, it'll have the blip of the dinosaurs, and it'll well, have the creation of stars and things like that, and then the last point one second of the video is humans. Yeah. Like comparative to everything else. Right, and right. so I also think like going back to your point of having a a place where shit is really fucked up right now, but it's because we are babies trying to figure out how to make it right. So we right. can't make it right without figuring out, not right, right's the bad word, but like... Um, the directionality. The, the of direction right. of where we yeah. want to go as a human race <clears throat> without shit bubbling up. Right. So we have to get through that dark point to, to be able to see <laughs> what's working, what's not working for us as a human race, as an individual. Right. Yeah. And we need to be able to, like, that is a natural process. That contrast can't, uh, uh, that contrast is necessary for us to get to the next point. Right. So while it's a painful point of contrast in our human existence, it's a necessary point to be able to suss out the shit that we don't want 
in our existence anymore. Which is basically what we just said about right, individuals, exactly. right? Yeah. Totally, yeah, right. There's a, do you, do you know who Graham Hancock is? You guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. No. He wrote a book. Uh, so it, Herbie Hancock. So the first book I read of him was called uh, The Fingerprints of the Gods. Mm-hmm. And so Graham Hancock's been writing books since the 90s, and he's been on like, a uh, bunch of history documentaries, ancient aliens, shit like that. Yeah. He doesn't do the alien side of oh, it. Oh, maybe but, that's right. Okay, yeah. Uh, maybe that's but right. basically his idea is that humanity is way older than we think yeah. and that a lot of the ancient sites and the ruins that we look at go back actually like, almost like you know, 20, 30,000 years before that. And uh, and so that's his kind of idea that he goes off of, and a lot of people give him a lot of shade and throw some shade at him. But yeah. like he's, I don't know, he's got a lot of information. But there's a docu series on Netflix right now that he's hosting called Ancient Op- Ancient Apocalypse. I can't wait to watch it that. It's so fucking. Good. It's on my list. It's so good. I'm waiting for Mandy to be done with Rose so we can binge it together. So Graham Hancock okay, is the cool. host of all that. Great. If, if you in. ever want to read that book, it's like thousand page it's fucking dope as shit talking about like just all this information about how how old humanity really kind of is and all the information that all the the evidence that he's found that archaeologists are like no Mm -hmm. we're done you know we're we're done and that's his truth right Right. because he's battling his truth against this established quote-unquote truth and the establishment is like look at these documents look at this stuff look at this is all real but what's really interesting is that these 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 scientists that are that are quoting the the established documentation of all this shit when Graham counters them a lot of times they'll go into that like childish like well, fuck you you know this is just the way it is why do you ask so many questions and like you know all get all just like flustered you're challenging my existence right now they they lose their argument you know and it's just it's very interesting to watch but that one's a really good one. I love That's I right love that alley. truth, yeah. right? The, the idea that, that we are older and that we were wiped out because, you know, the whole uh, multiple civilizations talk about the flood, right? It's in our Bible. It's in uh, ancient Incas talk about this. Our the Bible. Yeah, the one that we share. The one that's on the, the table Bible. right I need to get now. That, I need to get that. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, one the one that's in between <laughs> us right now. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, you just touch my hand. I was holding it. But the story of the floods in countless, countless stories, right? And so Graham Hancock's idea is that there was a civilizations around that reached some kind of epoch, that reached some kind of like established, like very technologically advanced. Um, Ancient the aliens. The whole idea of like that. Atlantis yeah. and all that shit, you know. Totally. And then the flood came through, wiped everybody out, and the survivors are what they call like uh, Quetzalcoatl mm-hmm. or uh, Veracocha or um, the uh, Hawaiian god Maui, yeah. you know, that made their ways to these mainlands and then shared agriculture and shared the ways of stop sacrificing humans. You don't need to do that. That's yeah. not a real thing. Here's <laughs> yeah. how you do this. Here's how you honor your gods. Yeah. And then all these. And at this, one point that was truth. Right. If I right. want my crops to go, I got to kill my firstborn. Right. That, well, that's just that's the way we do. Think about colorblind people. Right. You know, are you going to tell them that's not purple? No, yeah. that's really red. But right. to them, it's purple. Uh, right. My, my old know? roommate was colorblind, and that shit, he didn't tell people about it. <gasps> my older brother was colorblind, and we used to fuck with him. Yeah, uh, because, because you fuck with him after, yeah. after yeah. you know that. Yeah. Oh, and back with this. I don't know if I said this on a different podcast, but I have a friend, dude, same guy, colorblind. And I'm like, hey, man, you ever give any thoughts to those... Uh, Glasses. Colorblind glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely yeah. not. I don't want to know what I admit. Like. That's but that's what I like, I'm thought. I'm used to this. This is my reality. Well, and if I put on these glasses and find this world that's magical that I've missed my entire life, yeah. and I can only experience if point. I have these things, I'd rather not know. Yeah. yeah. 
that yeah. would put me in a spiral of depression. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're at that age. I mean, if yeah. you're a child, then yeah, whatever, go yeah. ahead and do your thing. But like, if you're and you're established adult for 36 years, I've let been that seeing be your reality. This, like, this yeah. is my reality. I'm cool with this. If I want to see something different, I'll take some mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. like couples yeah. that only have sex solely for procreation. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy and I keep trying. I tell you. Yeah, 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 right? Fucking out. We put in the work. We put in the work. That doesn't seem to work out. Keep it at it. Keep it at it. Oh man! I remember my dad once uh, told me uh, uh, when I when I moved up here from from Texas. I lived in Texas for like twenty years. Same rough area, you know. So I knew the area, knew the culture, knew the people, all that shit. And then I moved up here, and uh, in Seattle is very different. You know, I, I did experience the Seattle freeze. A lot of people say it's not a real thing. It was real for me. Yeah. Um, and it took me a while to get used to this area up here, and uh, going to school and working on the ship. So, and I was talking to my dad one day, and I was like, dude. People up here don't have any fucking common sense. And my dad said, my dad never really dropped knowledge on me. He wasn't like, not that he wasn't a wise man. Like he always had like shit to say, but sure. he's usually truckers. Save that Reserved for the it. fishing hole. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. He had some good songs to sing. Good <laughs> trucker songs. Yeah, of course. But, uh, but he told me, he's like, uh, son, your, uh, <laughs> your uh, expectation of common sense and others shows your lack of common sense in yourself. Ooh, I was like, bars. Damn, damn. All right, fuck you. But that's good. That's good because, like, yeah, you gotta like common sense. That it's cultural. It's it's household based. It's yeah. like class based. Sometimes yeah. I mean, it's just it really it it, it common sense. He doesn't know how to use the three really seashells. Like go across the world, right? And I also think this might be a controversial opinion, but it might be. I think is, I think having laws set in place telling people what to do enforces the fact that we think you are dumb. Yeah. So we have to put these rules, like parents, yep. to not use your own brain. And it is going to make people dig in mm. and do those things because it's like, fuck you, don't tell me. Well, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me kind right. of thing. Yep, and totally. so I'm a sovereign citizen. Yeah, and people. so <laughs> I, would, I would love to be able to experiment in a lawless world, not in the sense of like, purge you know type stuff <laughs> right, yeah. but like what if we could just blink our eyes and or go to sleep and wake up tomorrow in a peaceful world with no laws but there's no anger so there's not like anybody's raging against anybody we're not trying right. to like pay our fucking heating and light bill like what kind of world would that look like and how would we feel as individuals without laws because yeah. we are fully functioning intelligent <clears throat> beings right. that are able to make choices but we have put these systems in place that tell us what we can and can't do and that drives people fucking insane and then it creates the criminals right. and it creates people that break the law and it creates all of these things. So I'm not saying that like, I don't know what I'm no, trying to say, you. but like it's, I, it's nope. something I've been thinking about. I've got two examples for that. So uh, I, I dated a, a woman named Esther and she was from Australia. And before I went to Australia with her and experienced it, she always used to tell me that fucking, she's like, America is fucking baby proof. This country is fucking bullshit. Like, Australia is hard to live. Like, yeah. there's things that are fucking, there's spiders bigger than your face mm -hmm. in Australia. Yeah. A kangaroo will beat the fucking shit out of you. The wilderness is the right? law out there. There's like yeah. the parrots, like, just squawk like a fucking vulture over your head. Fucking shit, 
right? Vines, yeah. All kinds of shit. Alligators, all kinds of shit. Australia will fucking kill you. Over yeah. here, you can Saw sue. Saw none of that sue. in Brisbane. Got yeah. hammered in a bunch of bars. Like it took a subway. Not at all. Safe. But yeah. like, it's a tough country. No, I but don't even they, mean She's like, you know, in America, a motherfucker can sue McDonald's because he burned himself with yeah, his own Allie, fucking coffee, right? right? That know? one lady suing Easy Mac because it takes longer yeah. than regular Mac. Right. It's stupid, right? It's it, just ignorant. And so, yes, so there's already areas of the world, but also you have places like Holland and Denmark yeah. that have, uh, that are experimenting with that, right? right? They've decriminalized and legalized all drugs, right? No, decriminalization. Well, look at us decriminalizing weed just in this state, yeah. you know, just like how it cuts down on... No, legalized. We legalized. Oh, legal. legalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Legalized, but, yeah. you could buy right, it. Right, right, so, right. But in Holland, they've decriminalized all drugs, all hard yeah. drugs, meth, all that stuff. Yeah. Right? And they're... Their criminal rate, their their crime's gone down. All this stuff has gone yeah. down because it's people are like, man, eh, the, the stigma's the around it again. Yes. It's not not there anymore. So we're just not going to do it. Right. You know. It's, well, it's like when you're 18, all you want to do is drink, and all you want to do is get into bars and right. get your fake ID. And then when you're 21, you're like, eh, I'm just going to stay home. Totally. Fun's gone. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like, no, not, I still, not I still went to bars. Not everybody. I still went I'm to bars. <laughs> Shit didn't wear off. <laughs> but, I'll go right now. Yeah. <laughs> you buy it. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing to think about of just like how much harm are we doing ourselves? The more laws we put in place to protect these vulnerable communities, you're implying these people aren't able to take care of themselves. And and at, you know, a lot of the times right now they're not based on the systems that we have in place. Right, they're exactly. not able to take care of themselves. So we have to put more systems in place. But what if we got rid of the system? Yeah, like, instead of stacking more systems right, on top of Right, exactly. Shit. And yeah. creating more people to become, you know, vulnerable. And it's instead of looking to... Uh, looking down on folks saying that, oh, you need help. Oh, poor you. Oh, you can't do it for yourself. Like assuming these people can do it for themselves. How can we help you do it for yourself? Right, exactly. Instead of how can we help you keep you from doing these things? Yeah, like like how can we empower kind of people to do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, totally off topic, but I just remembered I was reading this article today and there was like, Monks on meth. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. So in Tibet, I bet that meditation room is dope. All of them. Yeah. All, all of them. them. All these monks in the entire fucking monastery were all fucking on meth. On purpose? Yeah. 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 As for what reason? Uh, apparently, meth is cheaper in this Tibetan village than beer. It's like fifty cents for a pill, and something happened. I don't know what you know what was going on, but yeah, all these monks were fucking on meth, and they had to shut the monastery down, ship all the monks off to. Fuck oh shit! Out. I thought it was like a spiritual practice, like they were doing a no, meth instead of mushrooms just, or something like that. Nope. They oh just wow! All got hooked on meth. Yeah. Oh, getting down. Dang. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a different vibe in that Because I've always, I've always romanticized about just saying, you know, I'm just gonna go. At one point in time in my life, I'm just gonna go live in a monastery and just go. I just finished the Wisdom of Forgiveness by the Dalai Lama and just thinking, I'm like, that would be a dope life. Sit there and smoke some fucking glass. But yeah, I'm like, holy shit, I went out to fucking some Himalayan monastery and all of a sudden I'm now tweaking on meth. I'm like, no, I made it this far without getting on meth. I'm not doing it. There's like one guy who's like, man, this guy is just the meditation fucking king. And then you go over there and he's just fucking smoking rock. You're like, oh, that's him. Okay, quantum yeah. entanglement. Just hear me out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish somebody would do that for me. I yeah. Need, I need somebody to tutor me on that shit. I know. Well, you know, there's this thing that, because uh, apparently now that Mandy's working in schools again, um, 
kids don't have textbooks. They don't teach with textbooks anymore. So okay. they kind of leave kids to their own devices of like figuring out how to learn, oh, which would be a nightmare for me as a student. Uh, the kind of way I learned, like I needed a textbook. Yeah. And Mandy's trying to relearn math because she is a, a special ed IA that helps kids. Like she tutors kids. Okay. And her, not specialty, but what <clears> she got hired for was math and science. Turns out she hasn't done it in 20 years, so she needs a little help, but there's no textbooks. But there is this thing online called Khan Academy or Khan University Mm -hmm. that has um, quantum physics, any any subject that you could think of, algebra, whatever. And and she said it's been really helpful. So Hmm. I've been wanting to do, because I feel the same way about quantum physics, where it makes just the tiniest bit of sense, enough to keep me interested. Exactly. But then you get too deep into it, and I'm like, you lost me. Yep, yep, totally. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a guy, there's a podcast that I listen to. His name's Sean Carroll. And it's mm. called Sean Carroll's Mindscape. And uh, he's written a litany of books about quantum physics. He's a f- uh, quantum he's a physicist and a philosopher. Yeah. Um so but he is able to speak in a way that I understand. Yeah, break it down for and me. And so a lot of the guests that he has on like they'll go off in their tangents and then he's like dial it back and then Sean come back Carroll? here. Yeah, he's okay. great. I'm he actually check that out. I think he's been a um, he's part of the writing uh, or he writes for like the Marvel movies to make sure that the oh, people like stay. That, that in, literally in all line I want to do is something. sit in a writer's room for a fucking Marvel movie with yeah. the multiverse shit. That's yeah. So yes. he's, he's one of the consultants to make sure that what, oh, what I physics wonder they want how to they continue. do that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's great. That so, would be yeah, a dream Sean for Carroll's me. Mindscape. So oh, I just actually I listened to one, I dropped the girls off on Friday and listened to one of his uh, podcasts on the way back and it was on string theory and uh, and quantum entanglement. It was really interesting. Well, and then just having all of these things that we thought were so true for so long and, you know, black holes, quantum entanglement, all these things that are just like, these are just theories. Now there's actual proof and we're the way that we're discovering these things is thinking outside of this pre-established box. Right, yeah. So I'm excited for humanity in that sense of like, we might figure out maybe what consciousness is. Right, Like maybe not within my lifetime, but at some point, and that would be really fucking exciting. And people are interested enough now and we have the technology and the, I don't know. Yeah, and the desire to. Yeah, the desire to find out. Well, I think like in an area like that, there can never be a full truth. Right. There can just be like, hey, this is our current understanding. Right. Because if you say a truth, then that kind of doesn't allow other information (laughs) to come in, right? Mm -hmm. And something like that, like I don't think we'll ever fully understand. Yeah. Right? You know, definitely not in our lifetime, but you know, and in whatever, how many lifetimes, you know? We, every time we get, like, it, I love the idea, like, you know, now that we can see what, like, individual protons are doing, they only do it whenever we look at them. Right. When we're not watching them, they're all having a fucking sexy party. Insane. You know, it's like, yes. that, what the fuck is that, man? That is. Uh, like, that's, a, and that's, like, proven shit in, yeah. in fucking physics, quantum physics, man. And that, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Because, like. That's my current escape from the world of like, how can I feel good about humanity? I just kind of tap into that that kind of shit yeah. where it feels the closest I could get to magic is what it feels like. Right. Thinking about that kind of stuff because it doesn't make sense and a lot of it is just like, oh, it could be this and I don't know how they're doing that and oh, I don't have the answer for this, but it just seems like mm-hmm. magic. There are times, so with that whole idea of like the, the protons not doing what it's supposed, quote unquote, supposed to do unless right. you're looking at it. Um, that leads to the idea that like, okay, so in that, let's say this bathroom behind me is the door is shut. There's no windows. There's no cameras. There's no anything. There's no eyes in that room at all. Right. Yeah. Nothing to see anything. 
So that bathroom is just not a bathroom. It's just doing whatever the fuck it wants to. It's all just quantum things just fucking floating around. But as soon as you open that door, it's like bathroom. Yeah. It goes back to being a bathroom. Yeah. Right? So Or like toys when you're toy growing story. up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally, right? So with that idea, so every night at the end of my day, I sit in here and I meditate. And sometimes Olive's in here with me. Sometimes she's not. And when I'm not, when I have, when I'm by myself in here and I'm deep and it's only 10 minutes, right? And when I get like about three minutes into it, I start to like drop in and there's times where I feel that experience where like my whole body just like goes away. And yeah. I'm like that detachment uh, feeling like right now, I'm part of the sound bowl and I'm part yes. of that picture and I'm part of the wood and I'm yes. part of the, all the stuff that's in this room, all the information that's in these fucking books. It's like all just kind of merging. But as soon as I open my eyes, I'm just like, Psh. Because how much does our conscious affect or or our intent and our viewpoint affect what we see and around us? Did you watch that documentary trip to infinity on Netflix? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, Watch that one. That will blow your mind. There was a a video about like, if you have this box that nothing can get, get in or out and you put an apple in this box, you know, for a billion years, it'll become every possible thing that it could be in that box. I did watch that. And then it'll totally. eventually come back to the apple. Yes. And it's it was just like I have to watch this 30 more times. Yes. Like say 100%. that again. Yes. I fucking my my jaw was the yes. ground like, oh, But the whole documentary is great. Yeah. They talk about it like mathematically and scientifically yeah. and theoretically and all that stuff. So That was great. Yeah, it's just fascinating. There's a uh, there's a group of uh, uh, scientists at the University of Michigan that are working on um, androgynous DMT. So androgynous mm-hmm. DMT is our internal DMT that we create in our own, own body. Mm-hmm. And so scientists before have never they, we know it's in our body, but they've hard, have a hard time uh, uh, measuring the levels because they they always thought there was just trace amounts. But what they're now finding is that it it metabolizes super quick, mm-hmm. right? So when we actually have um, not the equal amounts, but um, comparative amounts of uh, DMT in our brain uh, comparatively to like dopamine and serotonin. Not the same amounts, but as much uh, uh, enough to consider it uh, one of those kind of functional fl- fluids, right? Yeah. And so that was really interesting. And so what they're understanding, what the, the, they're hypothesizing is that the DMT that's androgynous in our system is constantly moving through our system. They always used to, they used to think it was just in our dream state. Mm. So now what they're thinking is it's constantly in our system because it helps us decode the true world that's out there into something we can actually understand. Cause we're living in a hologram. <laughs> well, if you look at by like, look at the, well, uh, doesn't our brain flip what the fuck we're looking at? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, um, devices out there. Like that the can, true mirror thing yeah right well there's devices out there that can emulate what other species other beings other like animals their eyesight looks like right you can see what a hummingbird looks like you can like seas and all this shit right and so if you see that like a cat a dog a hummingbird a deer a fucking alligator it's very different than what we see right it's like sometimes it's, it's ultraviolet sometimes there's highlighted colors especially hummingbirds they can see pollen and shit but that i mean everybody like clearly they're all seeing something different we're seeing something very different, right? Exactly. You know, so it doesn't surprise me that there's probably shit out there that's floating around that we have no idea. Yeah. Like our spirit world could be this world, you know, it's just they're out of our way and then we're in a different, like, I like think it's very hair, much like, like the the his dark materials yeah, thing where it's yeah, yeah. just a slice away. Yep. Like we all live on the same plane, but it's 
different planes within the same plane right. and the access to it depends on the like how what you can tap into but for a long time i'm like i think we live in like the subtle knife world yep. a little bit well that's i mean that's one of the the most provable that's kind of like m theory right now yeah. where there were we we have universes stacked like a millisecond like a billionth of a millisecond just across from, from each other and so like, you know, we're having this conversation. Sometimes we're not, maybe we're in your house. Maybe yeah. we're in Robin's house. Maybe we've never met, you know, but every possibility is happening in all these different multiverses that are going around. I love and that Rick and Morty right episode about that. That's a great one. Need to, apparently I need to watch more fucking Rick and Morty. They tap into all kinds of multiverse oh stuff, God, especially the great. newer seasons. <laughs> Yeah, but there is that one episode where it's just like every possible, like they all walk in the door and then different decisions are made. And mm-hmm. yeah. Have you, uh, do you have Hulu? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do you watch Solar Opposites? No. It's worth it. Is it good? It's okay. It. I'll t- yeah. It, really Hulu good. keeps trying to tell me to watch it, but I haven't. That yeah. and American Dad. I haven't watched American uh, I'm not Dad. Uh, okay, but, cool. Um, Solar Opposites. Uh, Little Demon. If that pops I up. I love yeah, Little Demon. Mandy and I, oh, with his little daughter, <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, that's a great show. Oh uh, yeah. The Solar Opposites is dope. It's okay, a good one. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Now that I got a, a recommendation. Hell yeah. All right. Anything else? Ten out. Ten out. Uh, no. All right. Find your own. Yeah. There you go. Uh, See you next time. Find your own. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't <laughs> say yeah. Find your own. Yeah. My sword. <laughs> <laughs>